All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, so did you put up the poll yet? We're going to put up a poll on Hannity.com. I was going to do it after we announced it at 3 o'clock, but let's do it right now. Do it right now. Before you announce it. Before I announce it. Let's let's get the authentic response. Well, that means, well, okay. So, you know, because we went through this in, in 2015 and 16, and... You know, some candidates felt we were playing favorites. And, you know, the tendency is to to cover the people that are much higher in the polls than those that don't do well in polls. Uh, We have now Senator Tim Scott, who will be on the show today, uh, is going to join us. He made his announcement this week. Uh, By the way, just broke that Ron DeSantis uh, will be making his announcement. He's expected to file paperwork with the FEC. And then apparently at 6 Eastern tomorrow, we'll have a conversation with Elon Musk on Twitter uh, about his announcement to run for the presidency, which is, you know, interesting, unique way to do it. And uh, but this presidential, you know, primary season now is officially upon us. And it's pretty much everything that we thought it was going to be. I don't really see any surprises yet. I guess Chris Christie thinks he can run. What did he leave office with a 15 percent approval rating? So he's going in to the presidential primary for one reason. He wants to bludgeon and beat up and bloody Donald Trump every single step of the way. That's just that that's not a plan to save America or run for president. That's an agenda because he doesn't like Donald Trump. All right. If you why don't you just stay on you know TV and keep telling everybody the same thing over and over again that you hate Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump remains the you know by far the front runner in this race. Um, I think some people have made a calculation that, okay, there's got a lot of legal issues that could certainly be distracting at a minimum and maybe worse if, you know, depending on where these investigations end up going, you still have the issue of uh, outstanding in Georgia, uh, whether or not charges will be brought by the um, Fulton County District Attorney. Uh, Then you've got the special counsel looking into the Mar-a-Lago issue. Uh, apparently, according to one story I saw earlier today, I forgot where I picked it up. Uh, the special counsel is wrapping up their their Trump Mar-a-Lago probe. Some Trump Trump associates anticipate an indictment, and apparently are raising funds off it. Uh, that's you know who knows if that part is right or not right. But we run into this problem every time we have a primary season, and that is okay. Well, you have all these candidates in the race. And we try to give time to every candidate so that you, the voters, can make an informed decision. It is a primary, and it will be interesting. As of now, Donald Trump has said, and we have a town hall ske- scheduled with Donald Trump coming up pretty soon. What is that, uh, The week next week or the week after? Yeah, after uh, next week. Next week it is, or the week after next? Yeah, like next week or the week after. Okay, so you don't know either. Thanks a lot. You're, You're supposed to clarify these Listen, things. the way I say it, though, it sounded like I knew, right? You felt good about that. No, I didn't. I wanted clarification. I think the audience thinks know. that sounded pretty good. I, I depend on my staff it's to know my soon. schedule. All I get is, you know, from Kristen, in one hour, you have to get on this conference call. In 30 minutes, you have to get on this conference call. In 15 minutes. That woman is unbelievable. 15 you minutes, what. you have to get in this on this conference call. T minus in three five, minutes. In five minutes, you have to get on the conference call. And guess what? Are you on the call yet? You're late. You're late. Yeah. Guess what? That, that's kind of true. 
super true. So we put the poll up, and that is whether you want this show, my TV show, to give equal time to all the candidates. I mean, we, we pay attention. We listen to our audience, and, and I think it's in everybody's best interest to hear from everybody. Now, if I did have one wish in this, and I've stated this before, I wish it was not starting out as contentious as, as this one is, especially in the case of President Trump and, and Governor DeSantis. Uh, at some point during a primary, you do get to that point. It is inevitable, especially if the primary is close. Uh, a c- perfect classic example is when George W. Bush was going up in a primary against John McCain and they got to South Carolina. It got brutal. It was it was a knockdown, drag out political street fight. And uh, and, and that's the nature of, of politics. That's why they call it a blood sport. I would hope in the beginning we would have remembered, though, that the policies that that we that are causing this country to suffer are not caused by Republicans. They're not caused by conservatives. They're caused by Joe Biden and the radical climate alarmist religious cult that has dominated this country's agenda down for the longest time. I mean, you know, for example, they're, they're trying to make the biggest deal out of this debt ceiling issue. Now, Kevin McCarthy said that they're not close to a deal, by the way. He said he's willing to stay and keep his caucus in Washington to try and negotiate further. There's no way in hell do I see Joe Biden giving up a weekend at the beach in Delaware to negotiate a debt ceiling bill that he says it is it is imperative that we pass a bill. Okay, so they're coming up with what is ostensibly, and I explained it in detail yesterday, I won't do it again today, an artificial deadline. Janet Yellen is saying drop dead date June the 1st. It's not June the 1st. There are many accounting methods that they can use that can keep the, the government up and running and paying off our debt and paying Social Security and Medicare and defense, etc., cetera, uh, without having to worry about defaulting on anything. But anyway, they said they had a productive discussion, but I know from people that I've talked to, my sources are telling me it wasn't very productive. And that I think it's finally dawning on the Democrats that, you know, calling Republicans wackos and, and extreme MAGA Republicans, uh, that's not going to work either. The Democrats made a calculated mistake. They were betting that, that McCarthy and the Republicans in the House, with their small majority, would not come to a debt ceiling agreement, and they did. And not only did they come to an agreement, it's a really good agreement. It is a reasonable agreement. Returning spending levels, we're in 2023. Returning spending levels to 2022 levels, still in the middle of a COVID emergency, is not the worst you know, decision, especially when you have $31 trillion in debt. You know, to ensure that you don't, that you reduce baseline budgeting or future budget increases to departments to 1%, that is responsible governance, and we stop robbing our kids and grandkids. Having a bill scored out as saving $4.8 trillion, that is not a bad thing for this country. It's not that they tax too little, they spend too much. And Joe Biden, you know, issues a a very terse three-sentence statement Last night at the conclusion of talks with McCarthy, 
Uh, and, you know, with both sides uh, are calling productive, quote, I just concluded a productive meeting with Speaker McCarthy about the need to prevent default and avoid a catastrophe for our economy. We reiterated once again that default is off the table, and the only way to move forward is in good faith toward a bipartisan agreement. Well, this is the same guy that was saying over and over and over and over and over and over again through his himself and his uh, spokesperson, Karine Jean-Pierre, that there wouldn't be any negotiations. You know, we spelled out yesterday Fox Business's analysis is that this is a phony debt ceiling deadline calamity. You know, the Treasury made a plan to pay bondholders in 2011. They could do the same thing with Social Security. You know, they went into great specificity and detail. If Congress doesn't raise the statutory debt limit, by the way, finally, they, they took off the 14th Amendment that they were floating out there as a trial balloon. It was never going to pass legal muster anyway. But, you know, Yellen is saying whether it's defaulting on interest payments that are due or, or on the debt payments uh, due for Social Security or Medicare providers, we could simply not have enough cash to meet all, all of our obligations. Now, th- that is dangerously misleading because hitting X date is not going to cause this country to go into a default on the national debt. Debt service payments have a feature that most other government uh, paybacks lack or payments lack. And when the government pays off maturing debt, the amount of debt subject to the statutory limit declines. And that means that the government can roll over these obligations, that is, issue new debt to pay off old debt, without violating the debt limit. So it's a phony deadline to begin with. And, you know, while all this is is happening, uh, you know, they just the Democrats didn't do their job. Biden never put forward a plan. Where's Chuck Schumer's plan? Chuck Schumer was whining about it. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy also has another problem. And that is, you know, he could face with a small majority of 222, a motion to vacate. Only one congressman is needed to, to bring that forward, which is sort of like a no confidence vote. I don't think that's going to happen. Matt Gates said he doesn't think it's going to happen. Uh, he says that there's still no Biden debt limit deal. He thinks he can get it done, McCarthy said, but that's going to be up to Joe Biden. It was great that the Wall Street Journal had to school Biden on what the 14th Amendment actually means. He may be confused. You think? I think everybody in the world knows that he's confused. And, you know, then there's the, the doom and gloom AP articles. What would it mean for the global economy if the U.S. defaults on its debt? It's not going to happen. In reality, it won't happen. But they're not going to tell you that part. They want a bad deal that is made in haste at the last minute because that's how dysfunctional Washington, D.C. in the sewer and the swamp works. As funds are running short, the Treasury is asking agencies if payments can be made later. Yes, they can be. As the date nears, by the way, credit ratings, they're holding firm. The the markets aren't scared yet. Uh, they may get scared based on the rhetoric of the left and the president and Janet Yellen and and everybody in between. You know, White House is trying to quell Democratic fears. You know, not only does Kevin McCarthy made promises and that's why he was elected speaker. And on these promises, he's he's expected to fulfill the promise. And one of the promises is to return to fiscal responsibility. And they were stupid enough to, you know, decide that Republicans couldn't get this job done. Guess what? They got it done. 
By the way, a big win today. Ford Motor Company has now dropped their plan not to include AM radio as part of their audio package. And by the way, any other car maker considering this, I have no interest in that car maker. I'm not calling for a boycott. I'm saying I have no interest. I always like the Ford F-150. I think it's awesome. Great car. I don't want it in an EV version either. I want the real one. Uh, but the CEO of Ford, Jim Farley, announced today that his company is reversing course. They will include AM radio on all 2024 Ford and Lincoln vehicles after speaking with policy leaders about the importance of AM broadcast radio as part of our emergency alert system. And that decision comes a month after the Ford spokesperson told the Detroit Free Press the company was preparing to remove AM radio from no, most new and updated 2024 models. Now every other company considering this needs to follow suit. Um, you know, but I'll tell you, with all this about the debt ceiling, new Federal Reserve survey shows a majority of Americans now are experiencing a major jump in financial insecurity. I mean, this just released by the Federal Reserve and the number of Americans who say their financial security has declined in just the last year is soaring. Well, as has every other indicator that we've had. You know, Joe Biden now forced to pull the plug on his latest plan to funnel more tax dollars to China. This plan to funnel a $200 million deal to a Chinese energy company finally has been stopped dead after 150 House members, Republicans, complained that Biden's green new energy policies are strengthening China. Well, why the hell would they ever give China a penny? Why were we ever giving a dime to the Wuhan virology lab that we knew did gain-of-function research and coronavirus research? But don't worry, John Kerry's warning American farmers they better cut back on their carbon footprint. I'll get to that when we get back.